Welcome to Beer Me. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. Every week, I will have a guest on the show to discuss different parts of the beer world, from brewers, importers, educators. This will allow us to examine the dynamic world of beer through different lenses. Whether you're new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So I'm very excited for our show today. Um, I'm welcoming on the show Don Schultz. She is the co-founder of Prison City Brewing in Auburn, New York. They opened their first location in 2014 and their second location uh, in 2020. But aside from the amazing beer that they brew and the wonderful addition that they make to their really beautiful community, Don partnered with Auburn's Historic and Cultural Sites Commission, uh, the Equal Rights Heritage Center in Auburn, and Cayuga Museum of History and Art to put together a Brave Brews Fest. This was a three-day festival in Auburn, New York, celebrating women in craft beverage. It kicked off with a brewery collaboration with the Pink Boot Society that she has been doing for five years now, and continued with book signings, beer dinners, music and food festivals, pub crawls. Um, I looked over the itinerary. It was completely action-packed and really amazing. So Dawn, first and foremost, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi, Sarah Jane. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk with you. So how I'm dying to know, how did this amazing weekend go? I don't think that I could have asked for a better weekend. Um, I'm still sort of uh, reeling from it. I'm still (laughs) talking with everybody about it. It, it, uh, You know, you put in a year's worth of planning and the events happened better than we had hoped for. And we're just really excited how how it all came together and, and already now excited to put together next year's. So you said this was a year in planning. What inspired this? What kind of got you in the, okay, I got to do this amazing brew festival? Yeah, um, you know, it was actually the city of Auburn that came to me and they had a marketing grant um, that involved uh, women in craft beverages and it needed to be used in the year of 2022. And so we met, we put together a committee Um, We uh, have a few things happening in Auburn at at the moment, which are we're kicking off the bicentennial of Harriet Tubman. Um, The museum was putting together a proof positive um, exhibit that we'll be exhibiting this year. It was International Women's Day today, of course. Happy. happy Yes. Happy International Women's Day. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the beginning of Women's History Month. So it all just kind of came together to really... um, happen for this weekend. And once we started the conversation, um, you know, we, we started putting all of the other pieces into place, but that was, that was where it started. So when you started to put together what you wanted included in this weekend, what were some of your inspirations? Well, we, we um, first and foremost decided to piggyback off of the Pink Boots Collaboration Brew Day, um, which I'm sure you know is the international um, collaboration brew that the Pink Boots Society puts on. Um, they've been doing this for years. We've actually been doing it, I think that this is our fifth year, having and hosting a brew day. 
and we invite women in, we brew a beer, um, we do all kinds of activities and tastings, and, uh, and then, of course, a portion of the proceeds of the sale of that beer go towards the Pink Boots Scholarship um, Program. And it just raises awareness for women in the industry. So that was something that we felt like had to be the very kickoff of the weekend. And mm-hmm. we've always had about 20 or 30 women come. And this year we had 80 women come. <laughs> so oh, it was wow. a really fun event. Um, and then we... What did you brew? So we brewed a New England style IPA. Um, mm-hmm. And we used the Yakima Chief Hop Blend that the Pink Boots, um, that's what kind of carries the thread of the cap- collaboration through. Um, and, uh, we added some citra hops to it just to give it that little extra, you know, citrusy and fruit notes. The day was just, we we kicked it off with, um, a beer and cheese pairing with Jackie Hannon from Bell's Brewery. We had one of my uh, favorite people. Yes, mine too. Uh, Laura Day, who is the CEO of Beverage Leaders, who imports Delirium into the country was there and did a tasting. Um, They have a beer called Deliria that they brew for the Pink Boots Society uh, as well. So it was a great um, combination of of like-minded beers. And then we did uh, the the beer and S, Jackie uh, Dodd-Mallory visited for the weekend. And we did our lunch featured um, four different recipes from her cookbooks and then beers um, locally made by um, women-owned breweries um, to pair with that. And then we did a photo shoot. And then we played craft beer bingo with lots of prizes and, and, and more beers from lots of other great uh, women-led breweries. And listeners, just so you know, when we record this, it's almost like a Zoom-like tool so I can see people's faces and Dawn's face is like just completely lit up and happy <laughs> and it's it's really wonderful to see. So I'm happy that it was such a success and it, it was such a rich uh, weekend. Going into it, I'm sure you had some goals. Um, do you feel like those were achieved? What were some things that you were really hoping for that you that you did get out of this? Yeah, um, I think... I think I had, I never really wrote them down and defined them, but in my mind, I had three goals. One, I wanted to really represent the city of Auburn well. I wanted to make them proud by, you know, inviting um, the right folks to join us and putting on these events. And and I wanted the city of Auburn to feel like they were represented in a really um, great way. Um, Two, I wanted to have the city of Auburn represent us in a really great way because we were inviting a lot of brewery um, uh, craft and industry people to the area. And so it was important to me that we um, showed off and and did, you know, the best that we could to to make them feel welcome and and enjoy the area and all that it has to offer because it's a really cool town. And then my final goal was, it was very self-serving. I really just wanted to be able to put on a festival and, and within that festival, be able to take the time to spend and connect with some of the women that I truly admire in this industry and and uh, and and look up to, and I also just wanted to be able to um, share this moment, um, hopefully with all of them. And and I really felt like all three of those were achieved. That's amazing. That is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I feel like these events, and you're starting to see more and more over the years as women are more and more involved in this industry. Why do you think events like this are so impactful? Because I, I know like it's hard to translate when you're a listener and you think like 
okay, how does craft beer bingo help move women forward in beer? But, (laughs) (laughs) but, but it is, but it is events like this that really do help women make connections. um, And these really make an impact. So if you could explain why are these events so important? You know, I think for me, it is about making um, everybody feel comfortable um, coming to events and coming to industry-wide events. Um, I remember um, maybe seven years ago going to a craft beer event, and I had never realized um, how few women in the industry there were. And I remember looking around and thinking, wow, I am really in the minority here. And it, it didn't bother me, but it was definitely, you know, a little bit jarring. And so I think the important thing about all of these events that we're trying to, to put on now and do is just to really make, um, you know, in this particular case of this weekend, women feel really welcome and comfortable. And if it's through, you know, some fun things and not so serious things, um, then then let's start there, you know, and, and let's start with fun and tastings and, and inclusion. And then, you know, hopefully it grows into them wanting to be part of the industry and, and joining into this um, world in some way. That would be, you know, phenomenal. <laughs> we would like to see that happen. No, for sure. And I think also the connections that are made, you know, during those, you know, fun, lighthearted activities, you're still meeting. I mean, you like casually name drop some of the most phenomenal women in our industry. (laughs) I mean, to, to, you know, have exposure to those women. I mean, it's, it's, it's really uh, wonderful that, you know, to kind of have that opportunity. I think it's really great that you were able to put this, um, Put this all together. Uh, so you had mentioned that you are already planning um, year two. Yeah, that was the goal. We <laughs> we said if we can do year one and survive it, and, and it, it is a success, then then certainly the goal would be an annual event. Um, so yeah, we uh, we met yesterday. We we recognized that yay, it was it, it was a success all the way around, and so um, have agreed to give ourselves a break for a, a few weeks. And then we'll reconvene and start planning for next year. Similar idea, but maybe a few different events here and there and and building on it. You know, kind of looping back to women kind of just getting started in the industry. Um, You know, you have been in this industry for years and years and years and have definitely been a mentor to many. Um, What is some advice that you give to, you know, women or anybody who are in a minority um, kind of starting out in the beer world? You know, I think just be authentic, be honest, um, come in um, asking questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. We all started not knowing a lot about it. I still don't know a lot about it. <laughs> you know, we we all can um, grow and learn together. And you know, I guess my my advice would be just don't be afraid to dip your toes in and, and see if you like it. And then you know, just kind of uh, keep uh, adding on and growing from there. Yeah, and especially I feel like it's hard to break into the brewing side for women. I think there's a lot of, you know, deterrence where it's like, okay, you must be able to lift X amount of pounds or, you know, if you don't have any brewing experience, I think it's easy for women to get into the brewing world on the side of, you know, sales and marketing and events, um, you know, just like with the hospitality industry. There are pockets that you typically find 
women end up in. Um, not that those are bad pockets. It's just, it's harder to break into some of the other portions. What do you think would be a, a way for women to kind of get more into those male dominated pockets, like specifically brewing? Yeah. You know, um, I think it's going to be on our shoulders as brewery owners. Um, and one thing that I found out this weekend, and I'm so excited for it, and I, and I applaud them, and I think it will um, grow as a, as a, as a program, um, Sloop Brewing is doing an internship, and they're a paid internship for three months, and they're specifically targeting women and minorities to come in and learn how to brew um, and be paid for it. And then they're producing a beer and they're using the proceeds to further the cause, you know. And so I, I heard that. And that's one of the reasons we invited them to this weekend. I thought that's phenomenal. And that's the type of thing I think that in, as, as breweries, we have to start, you know, um, leading the charge for that and, and making women feel like, hey, you can can come and try it. Um, and it, you don't have to you know, be intimidated by being hired as a brewer without any experience. You know, see, see if you like it first. No, that's amazing. Um, and they've always been, you know, kind of on the forefront of pushing the pushing the envelope a little bit. I, I also feel like, you know, organizations like the Pink Boots Society um, are really helpful in encouraging women to kind of get more involved in brewing. I know that, I mean, I'm not overly involved with the Pink Boots Society, but, you know, I know they have, you know, different scholarships and different training programs and, and different things available to women. Absolutely. Yes. And, and I'm remiss for not mentioning that because that is what this whole weekend and this collaboration brew was about is, is um, raising money for scholarships specifically to teach women, you know, the brewing uh, side of things. So yes, absolutely. And I think it's an organization that is incredibly, incredibly welcoming. And I think they're all very aware of how intimidating kind of breaking into that section of the beer world can be. So brava, Pink Boots Society. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> um, and for listeners out there, there's usually a Pink Boots Society chapter um, in most cities or most locations, and you can find those chapters on their website. Um, I think we've had them on the show before in D.C. So definitely check it out and definitely look at that route. I would also recommend looking at uh, the homebrew uh, chapters and uh, clubs in your area. I think that's a wonderful gateway, you know, to get into brewing. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here, Don. You have some of the best homebrew clubs in in your area of New York. We do. Funny story. Uh, my <laughs> husband and I's first date was homebrewing a beer together. Uh, <laughs> what? And we laughed. Yep. <laughs> We laugh. That was 25 years ago. And here we are. <laughs> the beer was horrible. Uh, we're <laughs> awful at it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, whatever, whatever the catalyst behind that, it worked. We're here. We're, we're still together and, and uh, now brewing beer. Okay, I got to ask, because that is a very bold, like first date move, because brewing a beer is like, it's not like meeting for coffee where you'll, okay, in an hour, we're done. Like, if you're inviting somebody over to brew a beer, it's like, all right, you're going to be here for the next like, ooh, four some hours, if not more. And there's going to be a lot of time watching something boil. So... <laughs> 
So, so that's the secret, right? Um, and I joke about it. We were supposed to go to the movies, but I was also experimenting with home brewing at the time. So we had been friends for a couple of years. I really liked him. And I thought, you know, homebrewing would be a great way to make sure that I get to see him a couple of more times in this way, even if the uh, date doesn't go well, <laughs> because obviously we had to bottle it and all those fun things that came along with it. So, yeah, that is that is an awesome story. I feel like you guys should do like a re-release uh, for some like anniversary beer of that style, but like obviously not the same one as you said, it didn't turn out well, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily we found um, Ben Maesa, who is, who was also came from the homebrewing world and um, in Rochester and Syracuse, like you said, there are great homebrew clubs. Um, and that's how we met Ben and Ben um, has brew- been brewing with us since we opened and I think we've decided that we're going to try to give him that recipe and have him make it a good beer for us. <laughs> so kind of going back to the industry as a whole, I'm going to continue with these incredibly uh, challenging questions. Um, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Um, but I'm curious, you know, I'm I'm noticing that there are definitely changes in our industry. It's It's always been a fairly welcoming space, but it's becoming more and more and more um, welcoming and accepting. And you see a lot of breweries, you know, making changes and, and doing things for, um, to promote equity and inclusion. Um, but what are, what are some things that you want to see in the coming years with the beer industry? What are some changes that you want to see happen? You know, I think it's the same as with any industry. It really is just equality. You know, it it, it is so simple. It's we're not looking for more. (laughs) We're not, you know, nobody, nobody wants anything extra. Just, you know, equal pay for the same job, um, the same opportunities to for advancement, the same opportunities for roles within the industry. and then, of course, uh, dealing with the, the question of all of the, the sexism or misogyny um, and, and um, abuse that came about, as, as you know, from um, the Brave Noise uh, movement and Rat Magnet, um, it was pretty jarring to hear all of that. Um, and uh, it definitely sent some shockwaves through the industry. So um, I think that we have, a, we have a, lot of, a lot of work ahead of us to just, you know, rid the industry of, of that. Um, when you, I mean, we, we actually, we talked to Brianne Allen on the show and then we talked to, um, hashtag not me. Um, it was a fantastic show, but, um, when you first heard those or when you first read those stories, I mean, you've been in this industry for so long. I mean, I'm sure that some of it felt familiar and I I feel like you maybe had a similar reaction to me where it was the same thing, you know, it hasn't, you 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 feel like it's changed right you you go to women's events and you know women hospitality and and all these things and you're just you're reading stories of people who are who are really on the the front lines and you think to yourself oh god nothing's changed and i i think that was the i think that was the moment for me you know it i makes me want to cry right now just kind of thinking about okay, it okay i'm really um, sorry i'm not trying to make you cry on the show <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Um, It's been a long weekend. Uh, I felt like I got punched in the gut, truly. Um, You know, I I hadn't seen uh, as much of 
what was brought out. I think because I, I live in my little bubble where, you know, I hate to say it, um, I was just um, talking with um, Jen uh, Newman from Young Lion, and and she's also the CEO of that company. And, and you know, being in charge, I guess we don't quite see it as much because we have um, people that are already understanding that they maybe can't behave that way around us. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I was shocked. I was very disappointed. Um, the the naming of the names, I think, was what was really helpful and impactful because without that, I, I maybe it would have been brushed under the rug again a little bit more. And so I was really proud of everyone that stepped up and, and talked and, and said what what had happened to them. Um, and that's the only way that it's going to change, right, is is to talk about it and to hold people accountable for it. I was sh- I was shocked, just like everybody else. There were breweries and brewers that I were friends of mine and I looked up to and 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 I'm mad at them. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, we've got we've got some stuff to do. We've got some stuff to do for sure. But I feel like putting something like this together is definitely a massive step in the right direction. Um, and I really applaud you. I know it was no small effort with all the collaborations and, and all the organization. And, oh, by the way, you also have a pretty sizable business that you're, you know, trying to run. So, yeah, but it was all well worth it. You know, just, uh, we have the Equal Rights Heritage Center right in downtown. Um, we were able to, uh, invite Celeste Beatty from Harlem Brewing. Um, and she did a, 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 a speech um, to kick off um, the One Mile Craft Beer Walk. And, you know, uh, Auburn, with all of its um, historical and cultural sites and the women that, you know, lived and existed and, and were part of the history of Auburn that were so um, brave, it really tied it all together. And, and um, you know, the weekend uh, was a success for everyone. That's amazing. I'm I'm so glad. I mean, I'm not surprised you being behind it that it was a success, but I am I'm so glad that it was so so successful and so rich. Um, now, for listeners in general, if you are ever up in um, the Finger Lakes area, please, please, please check out um, Prison City Brewing in Auburn. Um, actually, Don, did I just like miscalculate there? It's Finger Lakes region, right? You're right. Yeah, you're right in the. Yeah. You're right in the Finger Lakes. Yeah, and you- we are on one of the Finger Lakes, Owasco. So, yeah, we're between Syracuse and Rochester, right in the center of it. Nice, nice. And you have two locations for people to visit. We do. Um, we have a, a brew pub with a five-barrel system, which is where we started. And uh, we've been there for a little over seven years. And then last year, um, we opened a 20-barrel um, production brewery with Taproom. So, um, and it also has a, a large uh, courtyard where we're able to do events now. So it uh, was perfect timing. Oh, nice. That's wonderful. Well, anything else you know, exciting coming up for Prison City Brewing that listeners should know about? Uh, you know, we're just we're we're just finally dipping our toes into canning and being able to distribute beer a little bit, and that's a, that's exciting for us because being on a five barrel system, we've really not been able to get out into the world too much, and uh, so so those are our goals for this year: is to you know double our production and really get out in into the the hands of uh, beer fans a little bit more and and uh, spread our wings. 
Well, Don, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to chat. I'm sure you're completely wiped after this weekend, um, and I hope you I hope you take a little bit of a break. <laughs> Well, one exciting thing is uh, this week is also the New York State Brewers Association um, Conference. So I'm headed to Albany tomorrow to meet up with all these friends again. And there's a three-day conference and uh, all kinds of seminars and, and events surrounding like that. So I don't have to do anything for that except attend and have fun. So uh, it'll, it'll be a, a welcome uh, event. Nice. Getting, getting back and seeing people in person again is definitely something to not take yes. for granted. Um, well, Don, thank you so much. Please keep us posted on, on next year's event. I am very excited to see more events like this uh, continuing to push uh, equity within the beer world. Um, so listeners, uh, thank you all for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to reach out at Beer Me Radio on Instagram or beermeradio at gmail.com. Uh, we are available anywhere you get podcasts, like, subscribe, give all the stars, uh, but otherwise we will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.